Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at FoxSportsRadio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's roll through a uh, a lot of the different situation that's out there as it pertains to who's drafting whom at the quarterback position. I'm going to be honest with you. I love the draft. I love looking through all of the mock drafts out there. One of our writers at OutKick had a mock draft up the past couple of days. I devour these things. I look over them. Uh, I, in my head, kind of manipulate what might or might not happen. And we are now, I believe I'm correct, 15 days from the actual NFL draft. And honestly, we're hitting a little bit of a slow stretch now in sports after such a frenzy that we've been on for a long time. What I mean by that is usually the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs are starting around now. Instead, the NBA playoffs aren't starting, I believe I'm correct in this, until like May 22nd. Uh, and so we still have over a month for the NBA. NHL is behind, obviously, as well as those, t- as those leagues try to get back onto their normal schedule. And eventually, once those playoff runs start in the NHL and the NBA, we're going to have a sprint through the summer because at least right now, the Summer Olympics are scheduled in Japan uh, starting, I believe, on July 23rd or thereabouts. But as a result of the pandemic and the schedules kind of getting shifted in the world of sports, 
really the NFL draft has even more of a stranglehold on the overall American sports calendar than it usually does because there are no major playoff games going head-to-head with the NFL draft. And I've been talking about this a lot. In addition to loving to look at mock drafts, because I love the draft in general, I like the excitement of it, I like the fact that you think you're looking into the future, I enjoy as a capitalist all, especially on the first and the second and the third round, all of the guys who are becoming millionaires uh, overnight when they get drafted, which is, to me, uh, just a super cool experience, especially in the first round when you get to see all these guys. But even when they did the remote draft last year, I liked it even more because you got to see all their homes, and it's just a quintessential American success story to see very often kids who were born without very much rising to the level of becoming millionaires based on their hard work and their athletic talents and everything else. Plus, did I mention, it's exciting to feel like your team, whoever your team is, has a great deal of new hope. And I always love everybody who gets drafted, especially in the first round, but pretty much every draft pick, your team never expected them to be there. That's my favorite cliche of the NFL draft. We should do a show where we just talk about our favorite cliches of the NFL draft because I think you guys would have some good ones too. But one of my favorite things about the NFL draft is how every single GM, every single coach, every single time they make a pick, especially in the first round, they never expected for the guy they they got to be there. Never, never. In their wildest dreams, they never expected for the guy that they got to be, even if it's not true. That's what they say every single time. And so in conjunction with the NFL draft, a lot of times you have a lot of hot air. There's all the different storylines. Uh, this this player is rising. This player is falling. And a lot of it is just noise. And it's hard to know what is correct information, what is disinformation, what is skewed info, what is a team trying to protect the guy that they really want uh, to drive him down the draft board and hope that they end up with uh, with their ability to draft him. And so what I love is that you can now look at the odds markets and actually see what is and what is not projected based on people putting their real money down. And I started this off by saying, hey, you can go to fanduel.com slash clay. You can go do this just if you want to see the odds markets. You may not even be a gambler. You can go sign up. You can go check it out at fanduel.com slash clay like I do to look at the latest odds for where guys are likely to go. Um, And so this is, I think, really interesting as you look at the larger landscape of, uh, of the NFL draft right now. We know. Pretty much, it appears with some degree of certainty who's going one, who's going two, and who is going three. And we know and have known for a long time, Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one overall. And then as soon as Sam Darnold was traded, Zach Wilson going number two overall to the Jets has been locked in. And increasingly, it is appearing more and more likely that Mac Jones is going to be going to the San Francisco 49ers. He is now a big favorite to end up with the San Francisco 49ers. If that is true, then we have talked about the decision that the Atlanta Falcons are going to have at four. And right now, the Atlanta Falcons are favored to draft Kyle Pitts with the number four overall pick. Now, there might also be 
some teams that are willing to trade up and try to uh, get that Atlanta Falcons pick because they might be interested in Justin Fields or uh, in Trey Lance. And so that's what I really want to talk about right now. If we presume that those top three are in order, and by the way, I think the Falcons are going to draft Kyle Pitts. So if you're out there and you enjoy doing mock drafts, I think your first four picks, I think there's a good chance you get those right uh, with Trevor Lawrence, with uh, with Zach Wilson, with Mac Jones, and with Kyle Pitts. I think those first four are going to be your picks, okay? So maybe not a lot of drama on Thursday, uh, and there may not be any drama until we get to the third pick in 15 days when the first round is happening. I think we got the first four pretty much locked in right now, barring the Atlanta Falcons deciding to trade or the Mac Jones gambling markets being completely wrong, all right? So... That leaves me with this next question, which is, who is going to draft Justin Fields and who is going to draft Trey Lance, okay? So, I'm going to try to break it down, looking at the odds market, considering the needs and where picks are, and I think right now that the most likely team to draft Justin Fields is going to end up being the Denver Broncos, The Broncos have had a star-crossed attempt to find a quarterback that makes sense basically ever since John Elway retired. And we have spent a lot of time in sports media and among fans and everybody else sitting around talking about the Miami Dolphins' challenges as it pertains to replacing Dan Marino. But I think as a result, the Denver Broncos have kind of slid under the radar when you look at all of the guys that they have tried to bring in to replace John Elway. Now... One reason that the Broncos have not gotten anywhere near the same amount of attention as the Miami Dolphins is because, to John Elway's credit, he was able to bring Peyton Manning to town. And the Broncos went to two Super Bowls with Peyton Manning, won one of them. But Manning was an already proven guy who the the Broncos, to their credit, gambled on his health and that they were going to be able to get a good value from him. And they got a tremendous value from Peyton Manning joining the Denver Broncos, and that helps to paper over all of the failures in the draft that John Elway has put together at the quarterback position. In fact, dub assignment for you right now and just jump in when you're ready to give it to me. Look up all of the Denver Bronco quarterbacks that have started since John Elway uh, left. And, And obviously we know Peyton Manning, and I can run through a bunch of them off the top of my head right now but also the draft picks that they have failed on. And right now, I'll be honest with you, I liked Drew Locke coming out of uh, Missouri. I like his ability to throw the deep ball. I know they have a good, lot of good, young, wide receiver talent right now with the Broncos and still have a pretty solid defense. And Vic Fangio has been kind of focused on that side of the ball in terms of historically coaching-wise. But I think if Justin Fields is there, I think if Justin Fields is there, you have to consider taking a shot with him all right dub give me the bronco quarterbacks other than peyton manning since john elway has uh has been trying to replace himself effectively yeah so we got brock osweiler that's yep. one trevor that's simeon. first round pick right uh, brock osweiler so, was yes. first round pick yeah paxton trevor, Lin- yep. trevor simeon who was a later round pick yep uh paxton lynch another first another first rounder. rounder yep um and case keenum that's not even it dude you got that, way way more than that just off the top of my head, you know, they had Jake Plummer was, I think, the first guy. They had Brian Greasy. They had... Um, well, I thought uh, you said since Peyton Manning. 
No, no, no. I'm saying since they that they've tried to replace John Elway with. Oh, I so got Peyton you. Manning was kind of a they, they got lucky is what I'm saying with Peyton Manning because he was already a known quantity, and I think you have to give John Elway credit for convincing Peyton Manning to come to Denver. But in terms of the sheer number of quarterbacks that they have rolled through in Denver, they've never really had a guy that you could rely on. Now, you hit two of the first-round picks in Brock Eisweiler and in pa- Paxton Lynch that totally have busted. But they they have been going for nearly, what, over 20 years now since John Elway retired. And the vast majority of the guys that they have brought in to try to replace him have been disasters. And the reason why we don't talk about them as much in the in the same context as the Miami Dolphins is because of the Peyton Manning bridge where they convinced Manning, uh, John Elway, did to come play for them. But let me circle back around. To me, Justin Fields is the next first-round candidate that the Denver Broncos are going to have an opportunity to make a play on. And maybe they like Trey Lance better. It's possible that they like Trey Lance better. But if I were betting right now, I would say that the Denver Broncos are going to be the team that drafts Justin Fields. And if you are looking at the first round of the draft, I think it's possible. I think it's possible that when you sort of survey the landscape that the, the, that the, that the Broncos aren't even going to have to trade up. Because if you look at what people are going to do, and I said I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a draftnik now, I'm a guru. I mean, I care about the NFL draft and the first round order. I can give you, I think, a pretty good approximation of the guys that are going to be drafted as we kind of run through the the first round here, right? And so, to me, the most interesting part as you run through is we said the Falcons at four. I think they're going to go with Kyle Pitts. The Bengals, I think they're going to end up going on the offensive line. There may be an argument out there that Joe Burrow is making that he wants to have Jamar Chase, and I expect Jamar Chase to be the first wide receiver off the board out of LSU, set out the past year. But I think the Bengals are going at five to go offensive line. Either way, we know the Bengals are not going to be in a position to draft a quarterback. The Miami Dolphins sitting at six. Again, I think they can go wide receiver. I think they can go tackle. Uh, We'll be interested to see what exactly they do there. Uh, Then I think the Detroit Lions are your first team that could be in the mix to potentially go go get a quarterback as well. I'm not sure that they're going to make that move, um, but I think the Denver Broncos are going to end up, before all is said and done, with Justin Fields, and I think they might need to trade up in order to do it, but it's also possible, sitting there at number nine, that they are going to be able to get their quarterback without having to move at all. But to me, the the, the running group where you start to have a uh, possibility of uh, these, one of these guys coming off the board is you look at the Lions at seven, the Carolina Panthers at eight, and the Denver Broncos at nine. I think two out of three before all is said and done of those teams have a very good chance to go get Justin Fields. So if you look at the odds markets right now, Justin Fields right now, literally as we are speaking, is most likely to go to San Francisco 49ers. Again, I don't think he's going there. Then the Atlanta Falcons, I don't think he's going to go to either of those teams. Then they have the Denver Broncos. I think you can get value on the Broncos at 4-1. to one. I think you can get value on the Lions at 8-1. to one. And I think you can get value on the Carolina Panthers at 11-1. to one. 
on potentially drafting Justin Fields. By the way, the Panthers are an interesting choice because, and so are the Lions, because you'll get a really early read on whether the Lions truly believe in Jared Goff and whether the Carolina Panthers truly believe in uh, Sam Darnold right there by based on what they do. And then I think the other team that is a wild card out there is what's going to happen with the uh, with the New England Patriots. And is Kyle Trask in play at some point? Also, is there a possibility that you look at, uh, at, at Texas A&M and Kellen Mond's quarterback? Both of those guys could be early second rounders, but we could see a team decide to jump up at the end of the first round like happened with Lamar Jackson uh, because the team says, you know what, he's going to go early in the second round. Let's go ahead and trade up and get him. So I think Justin Fields is going to end up with the Denver Broncos, and I think that Trey Lance is going to end up with the Detroit Lions, okay? That's my prediction as to where both of those guys are going to go. I think the Detroit Lions are are going to go get a project. I think they're going to bring him in. I think it'll be a good fit. Uh, That is how I would break down right now the top of the NFL draft. Dub, do you have the whole list of the Broncos yet? Yes, I do. I have All right, the, the full the, list. Here's the list uh, of sadness uh, for the Denver Broncos. Since John Elway, Brian Greasy, Chris Miller, Gus Farratt, Steve Berline, Jake Plummer, uh, Danny Cannell, our friend Danny Cannell, Jarius Jackson, Jay Cutler, maybe the most successful story other than I think Peyton that's Manning, certainly true, yeah. Kyle Orton, Chris Sims, Tim Tebow, uh, Brock Osweiler already mentioned, Drew Locke, Jeff Driscoll, Brett Ripon, Brandon Allen. Brett Rippon, I think. But yeah, that's that's where we are. Yeah. And so uh, that's uh, the four of those guys, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Dub. uh, You've got Cutler, Tebow, Paxton Lynch, and Brock Osweiler, all first-rounders, all of whom have been busts, really. I mean, Tebow won a postseason playoff game, to his credit. Jay Cutler, by far the most successful of that entire list, I think, since John Elway. But you can see why, based on that list, that the Broncos could be intrigued enough to go back into the draft. And look, they could grab Trey Lance if they really love him. They could grab Justin Fields. I think they may well have that opportunity. But right now, I would bet on Trey Lance to the Lions. He's up from that same geographical area. Give him time to develop behind Jared Goff and find out whether or not Jared Goff is your guy in the future. Uh, And simultaneously, uh, I think that uh, basically – it's time for the Broncos to go back into the quarterback draft, and I think Justin Fields may be there to be grabbed as well. So that is my analysis. Uh, I'm going to break down the NFL draft for you every day, not surprise, on this show as we continue to roll through and get ready for first-round draft action on Thursday, 15 days from now. When we come back from the Outkick 360, Jonathan Hutton going to join us. Who does he think the San Francisco 49ers will draft? And what about the Atlanta Falcons? We'll dive into both of those questions, two of the biggest in all of the NFL draft as it continues to inch closer and closer. We're 15 days away. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we bring in now Jonathan Hutton. He is one of the guys on the Outkick 360, which you can hear every single day at noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock uh, Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific. Stream it through YouTube. You can stream it through Twitter. You can stream it through Facebook. Soon to be a radio network itself. Jonathan Hutton, how are you doing? How is your Wednesday morning starting off? Clay, good morning. Uh, it is great. And, uh, you know, I've I, I received a compliment. At least I think it's a compliment. My wife loves beards, and I'm growing one. I'm growing one for our anniversary, which is coming up on Friday. And how many years walking, is that? I, uh, five years. 
five years. Five years on on Friday. All right. And I'm walking. I'm walking my dog. I'm wearing an Outkick the coverage T-shirt, and someone says, "Not only are you wearing the man's gear, you're growing a Clay Travis beard." <laughs> now, I took that as a compliment. Um, I, I, I'm assuming uh, that that's what that was, but uh, it, it is beard getting it done. I feel like I should change my Twitter handle to your original one, which is. BGID, um, it, it's so it's so perfect. Uh, I think you would approve. Yeah, I used to be for people who don't know at Clay Travis BGID, and this is long <laughs> before beards were popular. So I started growing a beard oh, yeah. for the first time yeah. like twenty years ago. Now I grew a beard when I was like twenty two years old. I was in law school, maybe twenty three, and almost nobody had a beard at that point. And uh, and so they've now gotten wildly popular over the last twenty years. But if you're if you're old enough to remember, like back in the '90s, nobody had a beard. Like the only people, the only person that had a beard was Santa Claus, right? Like Santa Claus and Civil War soldiers. Like nobody had a beard at all. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, the beard is ascended. It's kind of funny when you think about Hutton, like the facial hair universe. The mustache was super popular, like back in the day of Tom Selleck. Everybody yeah. had a mustache, like in the early to mid '80s, late '70s. Everybody was like committed to the mustache. And then like we had the goatee. The goatee got pretty popular in I would say the early nineties was like kind of the goatee era all the way. And then you had like the chin strap beard, like some of that uh, some of that look. And then I would say the beard really took off in the late two thousand, early two thousand tens, and I don't know what's gonna happen now. Uh, whether there might be a rotation back to the mustache, the mullets back a little bit. I don't know where things go from here. The mustache is back. I mean, Vrabel here in Nashville, Coach Vrabel, grew one last or two years ago, and people thought he did it as a joke. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> this is my look. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, they have the Mo- Movember, right? Like the mustache is just yeah, kind of yeah. like right now – it's kind of like a, a satirical, funny look for somebody to go mustache. But I do think at some point it will probably become cool again. Uh, who knows exactly when that'll be? Yeah, I mean, remember Mettenberger grew the beard and, and had the mustache, and people people thought he wasn't taking his job seriously. Now. Yeah, that's and, right. And now and, and, if, he, if he did, if he did that, he, now he'd be like a Heisman finalist. <laughs> well, and and you know, also what's true is if you watch college basketball and to a certain extent the NBA too. The short shorts, which I never believed would ever oh. come back in style. The short <laughs> shorts have come back with a vengeance now. And, you know, like the Michael Jordan billowy baggy uh, basketball shorts, which he wore, are now like considered to be not that cool. So it is kind of interesting how the air has changed in that respect. Clay, in that regard, it reminds me, like, in, in, in high school basketball, we were not allowed to sack. In fact, my, yeah. my dad would not allow me to sack. That was the goal, though. So you would always order the shorts a size larger than you needed so you could yes. keep the waistband at your waist and still appear as though when you, if, like, if I did a crossover, the basketball would hit my shorts. They were so baggy. Yeah, right. Like, that was the goal. That was the goal. And, and now it's like biker shorts. Yeah, it is wild. And it's funny, I'll give my wife credit here because she used to argue for a long time. And everybody, we had something we called it, right? Like, they were the Stockton shorts. Because John Stockton was like the only guy who played in short, tight basketball shorts. And now the trend line has completely started to flip. And the young guys in college basketball now moving into the NBA have gone back to the Stockton look, which is crazy. I never believed it would happen. 
And and who knows? It, it'll go full circle again. But yes. that is all the rage. Like we saw that in the Final Four. Uh, uh, you know, and you uh, people wear the the leg the leggings now, which the, which was quote unquote for blood circulation, and now it's just a style. You know, yes, um, yes. <laughs> who, who knows? Like you would know better than I on what your kids are wearing on the ball field. Um, you oh know, yeah, it, I mean, they anything all... that's a trend is gonna is gonna get down to them, and they're gonna want the, the latest fashion. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, and uh, we're talking to Jonathan Hutton out kick 360. I coach a little league baseball now, and uh, and it's you know, I mean, the, the way they wear the brim of their hat, for instance. Like when I was playing, you would immediately get the hat, and I still do this whenever I wear a ball cap. Like I fold it in, you know, on the side so that there's a ridge. Yeah. You know, that's the way that I wear a ball cap. But a lot of these kids, like, they never want to touch the lid of their hat at all. And it's like store straight, right? Like, there's no bend to it at all. And, uh, I mean, it is really kind of fascinating to see how, how, you know, every different generation tries to put their new spin. Remember, for a while there, like in Major League Baseball, Dontrell Willis would wear, I believe it was Dontrell yes. Willis, would wear his hat yes. a little bit askew because that was what people in his neighborhood back home used to do. And so, like, he was sending a message about, like, what part of uh, the city, I think, if I remember correctly, he was from uh, or zip code or whatever it is. And uh, and so everybody kind of has their own really unique twist. So I'm curious what you think here. Speaking of a unique twist, NFL draft. We are now, uh, what, what's the math, 15 days away uh, from the first round of the NFL draft. I think we're going to have more NFL draft talk maybe than almost ever before. Last year, I know we had a lot because every sport was shut down. But this year, we don't have the NBA playoffs going. We don't have the NHL playoffs going like they would ordinarily be. And we also know that the first three picks are going to be quarterbacks. Trevor Lawrence is going yeah. to the Jags. Zach Wilson is going to the Jets. Who do you think the San Francisco 49ers are taking at three? When they made the trade, I immediately thought Trey Lance. And all, like, within the first 20 to 30 minutes of the trade, national reporters were mentioning Mac Jones Yeah, um, as, as the move up. So uh, for, for the, the connection with Shanahan and how much I think Trey Lance's style would fit, and, and Justin Fields for that matter too, um, it, it's, it looks as though you make the trade up for Mac Jones because you know if you're 49ers, and given the, 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 the massive amount of stock and draft capital that they trade to move up for those picks from 12 to 3, you know Trevor Lawrence is going to be there. Zach Wilson's going to be a New York Jet, as you mentioned. So who's the guaranteed quarterback, and when, who are you trading up for that you're sold on? Uh, to me, uh, I, I thought Trey Lance, I, I think the 49ers are moving up to take Mac Jones. I think they're that sold on uh, the quarterback that feels they feel like is a perfect fit for them. Uh, I I would take Fields or or Lance over Mac Jones that high. I think they're more of a proven product from what I've seen. Um, and you could argue what we haven't seen from Trey Lance, but I love the athletic traits. Uh, but look, and I mentioned this on three sixty. I'm curious to get your take. I am blinded by the team, and it, this year I'm blinded by the team and not the quarterback after Trevor Lawrence. So if you tell me what do I think, if you ask me what do I think of Zach Wilson, well, I'm comparing that to what I think he'll do in New York with the Jets and what I know that franchise has done with their franchise quarterback. With, with the 49ers, they could take any of the four remaining guys, and I could argue that Shanahan's going to make them a solid quarterback. Um, I, I think that uh, Jones has faced and, and does a better job of deciphering defenses. 
but he's not nearly as athletic. But he's going to be playing behind an offensive line, and he's going to be given time. I'm, I, I'm not sure that they're going to move Garoppolo this offseason and during the draft. And because of that, there's no guarantee that whoever they take at three is going to be the opening day starter, and that, that helps whoever they're, they're, they're going to select at that spot. We're talking to Jonathan Hutton. All right, so if you – I agree with you, by the way. I think it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, one, to the Jags. I think it's going to be Zach Wilson, two, to the Jets. And I think Mac Jones, and so do the gambling markets, by the way. I think Mac mm. Jones is going to be the pick for San Francisco 49ers to go third. And that's one of the fun things that I enjoy watching and, and, and tracking is what the people are putting their money on because sometimes that can start to give you a pretty good indication of what's the most likely outcome as soon as people have to stop talking – and start putting their money where their mouth is, uh, the rubber meets the road, so to speak, there with a bunch of different cliches I could roll in. Okay, so what happens at four? You know Arthur Smith pretty well. He now is Mm -hmm. the head coach, former offensive coordinator of the Tennessee Titans, sitting at four. That could be effectively where the drama in the draft begins because somebody could be willing to trade up because if we're correct about the first three picks, Justin Fields is there, Trey Lance is there, the 36-year-old Matt Ryan is potentially uh, replaceable by one of those younger guys, or you've got Kyle Pitts at tight end who could make a hell of a a combo now with Calvin Ridley and with Julio Jones for Matt Ryan. What do you think the Falcons do it for? Uh, they they're either trading down to draft a quarterback, and they're uh, and and they the, the idea would be they could trade down and still get a player like Trey Lance, uh, because you feel like a, t- a team would move move it up to get uh, get filled at that spot. Honestly, the, the entire time I thought they're drafting Kyle Pitts. Yeah, uh, Arthur Smith and his use of tight ends, the creativity, uh, and and quite frankly, uh, behind Trevor Lawrence, he's the next be- best player in this draft overall, top to bottom is Kyle Pitt. So I, I think the way they're building that franchise and the fact that he's going to be given time, he is, he is coaching for an owner that is extremely patient with Arthur Blank. And because of that, uh, and, and because of the offensive mentality and the fact that they have a veteran quarterback that they, they feel like there's an investment there where they can load up and make a, a, a small window of opportunity to get something out of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones while he has them. I think they go with the young tight end and, and fill a huge need with a guy that, look, wide receivers on average are six feet tall in the NFL. Tight ends on average are 6'3". This guy's 6'5". Yeah. Um, and, and, and plays like a wideout at times. So the, the way that they can move him around within their offense and the, the way that Arthur has used tight ends in the past, I mean, he, he would line up Jonu Smith in the slot. There were times where they would go three wide, four wide to the left, and Johnny would be one of the wide, wide, out, wide out options. Um, this gives them options out of the backfield as well with how they can clear out the line of scrimmage. Um, to me, Kyle Fitz fits, uh, Pitts fits what Atlanta would want it for unless you get a New England or a Carolina that's chasing a quarterback that's willing to jump up. And I still don't think Carolina is out of the quarterback market even though they've made their trade. So uh, because of that, Clay, the asking price is going to be steep. There's only a handful of quarterbacks left at that spot. If they're going one, two, and three, Atlanta sits great because they don't have a ton of money in free agency to stock up and make some moves when he first landed there as the head coach. They can build for the future, and they can also stay in the top ten by moving back and still theoretically end up with a Lance or a Fields in the top ten depending on which, which player that they're in love with. Everyone has connected them with Lance. 
Um, and I, I have always thought that they would go tight end and pits because I think that fits exactly what Arthur Smith would want. Jonathan Hutton, outstanding. We'll talk to you again next week and maybe in advance of the draft. I think we're doing a draft party in some way, right? Like uh, going to do a live outkick show. I think in a couple of weeks on that Thursday, I'll give you some more details on it going forward as some of that gets, uh, gets filled in. But keep up the good work. Appreciate it, my man, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Clay. Enjoy the show. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All sorts of ridiculousness going on in uh, the world of sports. We got some fun coming for you. Uh, I saw where Sean Payton, uh, they've got a new Netflix movie. In the third hour, we're going to talk a bit about who is going to play Sean Payton. But I also saw this, and I thought it was really funny. So A-Rod is, along with a partner, going to buy, reportedly, the Minnesota Timberwolves. And uh, that has been a pretty decent-sized story surrounding A-Rod and his quest to get involved in, uh, in owning a pro sports franchise. And most of you out there listening to me right now, I imagine, either have a strong opinion about A-Rod one way or the other, or at a bare minimum, at least know who A-Rod is. That is not the case for Anthony Edwards, who I believe is 18 or 19 years old, and he was asked what he thought about A-Rod potentially becoming one of the owners of the Minnesota Timberwolves, and believe it or not, this is what he had to say. Do you have any thoughts about him? Are you an A-Rod fan at all growing up or anything like that? What do you think about what he might bring to the team? A fan? What do you mean? Like, who is he? The baseball player? Alex Rodriguez? Yeah, no, nah, I, I don't know what it is. Okay. I know he's going to be the owner, but I don't, I don't, I don't know about baseball. Now, am I crazy, or should you not just Google a dude if you find out he's going to be the owner of the company that you work at and you're a pro athlete? Dub, is that a ridiculous idea? I, I, I Google people all the time. You know, if I if I find out that uh, that I'm going to an event. And let's just say, like, I'm doing a charity event. Like, let's say, like, I'm doing the Regions Golf Classic. I'm scheduled to right now. It's a pro-am. I will Google a lot of the other people that are going to be at that event before I go out and actually play in it because I will want to be familiar with everybody that is at that event and I don't want to be just having to ask them what they do or, you know, some people are sensitive about, like, you like trying to pretend like it feels a little bit like you might be big timing them or whatever else. So I'd already want to know, is it crazy, crazy of me dubbed to expect that Anthony Edwards, even though this is a pretty funny answer should have had the 20 seconds it would have taken. He probably spends all day on his phone. Like everybody else who's 18 or 19 years old, he couldn't have spent 20 seconds to just type in the dude's name and read his Wikipedia bio given the fact that he might be buying the team. Is that a crazy expectation? It's not a crazy expectation at all, but I think the craziest part about it is he has no idea who Alex Rodriguez is. That seems insane to me because I'm trying to go back, you know, I'm like eight or nine years older than him. That would be like me not knowing who like Mark McGuire was. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like actually I think it's kind of crazy for an athlete not to know, but there are lots of things that I don't know. But rather than just publicly admit that I have no clue, like a lot of times, especially if it's in a business context, why wouldn't you just type in on your phone the guy's name 
and then you're like, oh, wow, he's one of the greatest baseball players of his generation. And you at least then, I mean, how does he not know A-Rod, even if it's just because he was dating J-Lo, right? Like, even if you were not that privy to historic, the history of athletics, right? Like, you're just not a big baseball fan. You don't care about it at all. Wouldn't you think most people would know A-Rod now because he dates J-Lo and J-Lo is so famous and that couple, I think that they break up. I'm not even sure what the latest is on that couple. I think they broke up. All right, but they go around over the years. They've gone to a lot of different events, right? Like they're always together. And so I think there are lots of people out there. In fact, this this would be a good test. If your wife or girlfriend or maybe it's your boyfriend or your husband or whoever it is, whoever it is that you are friends with that doesn't care at all about sports, I bet if you ask them who Alex Rodriguez is, I bet a decent number, maybe even say A-Rod, I bet a decent number of them will know A-Rod through J-Lo now, right? Just because of how famous J-Lo is and how I think J-Lo, I'm not active on Instagram very much because I'm not good looking enough to be active on Instagram, but I feel like J-Lo and and A-Rod were on Instagram all the time and there would be a huge percentage of people that would know him just from that. So I actually, that's a good experiment for the OutKick crew out there. Find whoever you know that is not that interested in sports and see if they know A-Rod. I'm just stunned that Anthony Edwards would not have any clue who A-Rod is. When we come back, by the way, Will Kane going to join us right off the top of the third hour of the program. If you don't know who Will Kane is, you can Google him. But I'll also tell you, he used to host a radio show for ESPN. Uh, And now he is on Fox and Friends every single morning. He also has his own podcast, and he is kind enough to be joining us on this program when we return. Good stuff with Will Kane next. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us and also want you to know, go sign up for the podcast right now. Give us five stars. Search out my name, Clay Travis, or OutKick. Danny G is going to read more five-star reviews this week. If you give us a five-star review, boom, you can win. Hear your name, hear your review live on the air, either Thursday or Friday. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. 
And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.